The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. At court right, Brunson, up high screen, D3, nails it! Gutsy! What a shot! Brunson with 35, one second, that's it! We're going to a game six, Friday, in Miami. The Knicks season stays alive. Brunson plays all 48, Grimes plays all 48, and the Garden Rocket tonight, final score, Knicks 112, Miami 103 in game five. Curry gets Reeves, left-hand dribble. Lakers zoning up defensively help. Curry just pops a jumper from the left side. A two up and good. The defending champions down three games to one. Come away with a victory. The clock will run out. The Warriors win 121 to 106. I just know that we, you know, our coaching staff and us players, we don't we don't work on flopping. That's not even a part of our game. Our our game is to attack, attack the paint. We don't mind physical contact. We actually like the contact. America. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Was LeBron accusing the Warriors of flopping, TJ? Surely not. Warriors uh, win last night. LeBron is an expert of it, so. 121-106 Golden State. They stay alive. Uh, Series moves back to L.A. for game six with the Lakers in front 3-2. Knicks stay alive. 112-103 over Miami last night. Series moves back to South Beach with Miami up 3-2. Two game sixes tonight. 6-30, Boston at Philly. Sixers could finish it off with a win. 9 o'clock, Denver at Phoenix. Nuggets could finish it off tonight with a win. Uh, following up on the question at the end of last hour, it does look like there will be television for this Gonzaga series on the West Coast Conference website. So that's WCCSports.com. WCCSports.com. There's a link to it on the OU schedule. I don't know if it costs. I don't see on here that it costs anything, but I don't know that for sure. Uh, but it does look like they plan to broadcast the uh, the games this weekend, which is great news. Uh, Bob Huggins, Teach, got his punishment yesterday. Huggins... Remains as West Virginia's head coach. He must serve a three-game suspension to start next year, go through sensitivity training, and has hit been hit with a million-dollar salary reduction. So instead of 4.2 next year, he'll make 3.2. He also, and this is big, he has a multi-year uh, contract it has been changed now to a year by year contract so he's on 
one-year deals for the foreseeable We got our eye on you. Right. They don't want to have to pay a big buyout if he messes up again, which you would think that would be cause then, but whatever. So what do you think, Teach? Fair or unfair here? Fair. Fair. We had gotten to a point in the world where people were being fired and canceled for many reasons that they probably shouldn't have been, probably just been punished. So uh, do I agree with what he said, or should he have said the things that he said? No. Should he have probably been fired? No. Could he have just said, I'm 69 years old, turned 70 soon, and walked away? Probably. But this is probably a let's give you this year and then let's talk. And that's why things were changed and structured the way that they were. And they'll give him a send-off, I think. Stuart Mandel tweeted yesterday, The moral of the story is, If a play-by-play guy says a homophobic slur on the radio, his career is over immediately. If a Hall of Fame basketball coach says the same slur on the radio and disparages the Catholic religion, three games. (laughs) I mean, he's right. He's right. He's right. Well, I'm saying I don't know that those others should have been fired either for uh, slips, you know. Like the A's guy was a complete slip. Was wrong. Should have never been the slip. But I think I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's I think it was a slip. I think it was, yeah. I know what okay. he was trying to say there and yeah. I've got some homework for you. Not homework. We're gonna actually do it in class here. Do you have a pen and paper that you have access to? Uh yeah, I've got a little, take a little work yellow notepad here and a pen right here. Yes. I want you to make we're gonna do a blind resume comparison, okay? And I want you to tell me which team deserves to be in the NCAA baseball tournament. Okay? Okay. So you need four columns. Four columns. One, team two, A, B, C, and D. Three, four. One, two, mm-hmm. three, four. Team A, B, C, D, line across. Go ahead. Okay. Category one, RPI. Okay. Team A, 55. Team B, 50. Team C, 43. Team D, 51. Okay. All right. Category two, strength of schedule. S. Team A. S. Go. Team A, 69. Tremendous restraint by you. Team B, 17. Team C, 16. Team D, 60. All right. Okay. All right. Category three. There's five categories here. Okay. Category three, non-conference strength of schedule. So abbreviate however you'd like. Non-con strength of schedule. Okay. These are how tough the teams outside your conference were. Team A, 140. Team B, 28. Team C, seven. Team D, one eleven. Okay. Fourth of five categories. Wins away from home. This is something the committee really likes when you can win on the road or neutral site games. It's on the road plus neutral, okay? Team A, 13. 
Team B, 10. Team C, 12. Team D, 6. Okay. Final category, quad one wins. Okay. Wins over top 50 teams. One wins. Okay. Team A, 7. Team B, 10. Team C, 9. Team D, 9. Okay. Okay. Take a moment. Look it over. Contemplate all the information there. Okay. And I want you to put them in order of most deserving to least deserving to be in the NCAA tournament. And then I will tell you what these teams are. Boy, B and C are really close for me as most deserving. Um, Lucky, it's okay. It's okay. Guy in a walk with a big stick. I'll say, I say they go C, B, hmm. A, D. Okay. Are you ready for the big reveal? Yes. Team C, who you say is the most deserving to be in the field, the Oklahoma Sooners. I mean, based on those numbers, it's not even close with A and D. B, like I said, can push them in a couple of categories. and um, Well, actually, they really can't. So, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> They're not even close to So to you that. say, of these four, OU the most deserving. Well, that's the numbers. They are by far the most deserving, not even close. Team B, who you said is second most deserving, is TCU. Mm, wow. Team A, who you said is third most deserving, is Kansas State. And Team D, who you said is the least deserving, is Texas Tech. You know now what, what do you now, think? Now looking closer. Well, wait, wait, hold on. Wins on the road. Boy, they've doubled them up in wins on the road. I might would put Texas Tech has won six games away from home. That counts neutral site games. Yeah. All year. That's six. That's not good. Yeah, you could probably flop Texas Tech and K-State, but I don't have a problem putting them in the order I did. As I'm... I, could, I could see that, but here's the moral to the story. There's no way it comes close to OU's resume. No, OU's resume is significantly better. Like, now, just look at the non-con strength of schedule. Right. I mean, One that's... is 7 and one is one eleven. Right. Now, Texas Tech did beat OU 2 out of 3 in Norman. So, I'm not here to tell you OU is better than Texas Tech. Well, that's two Tech. of their six wins right there. But their resume is, OU's is significantly better. OU has a series over TCU. K-State's got a series over OU. All these teams have beaten each other at some point or another. Um. But you look at the brackets that all come out, the other three teams are much more highly thought of than Oklahoma. And I'm a little curious as to why. I'm not complaining. I think OU should probably be on the bubble. I'm just wondering why Texas Tech is a two-seed in Baseball America and considered significantly ahead of Oklahoma. The only advantage they have, well, they did beat them two out of three. But they've racked up a bunch of wins in Lubbock against bad teams. They've they got a 111 non-con uh, strength of schedule. Anyway, interesting comparison. 
won't matter if OU takes care of its own business, but just diving into the numbers yesterday, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, significantly better than any of those other teams. So, I think they're pretty close to TCU. TCU's close. But yeah, it's better. They're better than TCU. Yeah, they're better than TCU. I mean, strength of schedule, they're 21 spots ahead. They've got more wins on the road. Quad one wins, TCU has them by one. I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah. No use definitely got them all. In those stat- statistical categories, anyway. Yeah. All right. That's the end of our exercise, TJ. Thank you for It's you like when those dadgum Major League Baseball power rankings came out. And for weeks, Houston, top 10. Rangers nowhere to be found. And I was like, you can't base this off of who you think they're supposed to be. Finally, that shifted this week, and Rangers jumped them, and they're in the top ten and everything. But uh, it, Ben Verlander and everybody else that puts out those power rankings wanted to place people based on what they thought teams were supposed to be, not how they had been this major league season. And I don't want to say I have no problem with that, but I get to some extent like Texas Tech and TCU are perennial powers, right? So there's a little credit given to, well, we just know their program is good, you know, so they're going to get a little more credit mm-hmm. than they deserve. Right. Okay, okay, fine. Oklahoma just played for the national, national championship. championship last year. Have they had as much success over the last decade? No, but last year they played for the national championship. Right. Again, won't matter if they take care of business. That is true. That is the true. The path is there in front of them right now for this to not even be worrisome on selection day. But they're going to have to go get it done. They have done a tremendous job the last three weeks digging themselves from no chance they're going to the tourney to squarely on the bubble. They've done a tremendous job getting there. Now they just got to finish the deal here these next three weeks. Just we go shall win see. the whole dang thing. And by the way, uh, before anyone starts yelling at me, I know the power rankings in Major League Baseball mean nothing. I just, mm. if they put them out, I want to be the best. So. Right. right. <laughs> First team All-NBA announced last night, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Look at SGA. Look How at little SGA. That? How about that? Second team, Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Nikola Jokic, Jimmy Butler, and Jalen Brown. Third team, DeMontis Sabonis. Wow. That's, I can't believe we traded him away. De'Aaron Fox, uh, Damian Lillard, Julius Randle. I feel like I'm missing one. That seems like four. Oh, a LeBron James. LeBron James, third team. LeBron James. NBA. Any problems with any of those? The only problem I have is putting Donovan Mitchell's second team when I don't even think he still plays in the league, does he? No. No, no. Well, since he's, he's with gone like away a to Cleveland. Well, since he went away something? to Cleveland, I don't think anybody's heard from yeah. him. Even though I, 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 Cleveland was really league good league. this year, but it's like you never hear of him anymore. <laughs> Luca and SGA first team, so high five, fist bump, teach. Seven eighteen. Look at all the talent that uh, you guys have traded away here over the years, though. Is Luca Doncic the most 
heavy-legged first-team All-NBA selection of all time? Uh, no, no. Charles mm-hmm. Barkley still holds the record. Okay. So. That's fair. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. You got lucky, Crystal. You got lucky. Welcome back, everybody. T-Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing, locally operated out of Norman and Edmonds, serving the whole metro area, including Shawnee, Yukon, Mustang, blackthunderroofing.com. 405-473-8028, 405-473-8028, a four-time, 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 four-time Angie List Service Award. Yeah! Meyer Chevrolet text line. What you got there? Uh, we call it Ted, uh, we call Ted's Theodore's to feel fancy. Where do you guys want to go tonight? Uh, how about the Cafe Escondido? Uh, let's uh, go to Ted's Cafe Escondido. I would just say Ted's, but I don't want to be uh, mistaken for someone trying to be hip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that tweet. Like It's bugged me for like 12 hours now. Don't accuse him of trying to be hip, okay? <laughs> Whatever you there do. There is nothing hip about me whatsoever. <laughs> I've got a bad one. In fact, I take joint medication, okay? <laughs> Ricky's and more is the best homemade tortillas. Not the question. Not the question. <laughs> Nobody said, what's the best Mexican food and more? You guys ever been to New Mexico? There's a little place there. <laughs> Obviously not. I love the one, too, like the one we just got a minute ago. Chewy's is the worst Mexican food I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. It's like, have you only ate at like one other place? Like, <laughs> uh, I, I've just I've said this many times. I just don't have the say that this does not lend any credence to my declaration that Tara Humar is the best. But some of you just have much more refined palates than I do. I feel like some of you go to a restaurant, the food comes, you take one bite of it, and you push it away, and go, "I can't even eat this garbage." Like, wherever I go, I'm eating the whole plate, TJ. He's eating like, the ah, garbage, people. This is delicious. <laughs> Chilies, Olive Garden, Applebee's, Tarahumara, whatever it is. There's, I'll find something on the menu that's good, and I'll eat There's got to be somewhere that you say, I'm not going there. I just don't like their food. Well, if I don't like, like, the style of food, maybe that's one thing. Like, uh, uh, I, I don't want to eat. Some exotic seafood, like you know, I don't, I'm not interested in octopus or something. If you bring something gross out, clams or something, maybe. But I don't go to an Italian restaurant and say, "I can't even eat this." It just doesn't meet my <laughs> taste regulations. I just, I've never had such bad Alfredo in my life. <laughs> bad Alfredo. Uh, I love this text, too. This is what I got a lot yesterday. And there are some people that are uh, really angry over the fact that uh, Ted's Cafe Escondido has expanded over the years. 
Ted's sold out, man. I don't want to overreact or anything, but Ted's is overpriced trash food for trash people with bland taste, especially compared to 10 years ago. I got that a lot yesterday, and I get it a lot over the over the years now because I do like Ted's. So I am trash. Love Ted's. I am trash people, apparently. No, love Ted's, yeah. But I get the people of, do you not remember the original location? Yeah, I do. I waited in line for two hours, and I ate mm-hmm. there when I would come to the city. You know, we'd leave from Enoch. We're Avenue. going to the city, and we're going to the one on May Avenue. And it was tremendous. Guess what? I still remember it tasting just like the Ted's does in Norman now. Exactly the same. Delicious. Exactly the same, yeah. No, uh, I believe it, we were in college or shortly thereafter. It was the 90s, right, when the original came on May Avenue? Yeah, somewhere in there. And uh, Blew your mind. Too, it was so Not good. too far from Southern Nazarene. The food was great. The service was unbelievable. Like, you couldn't take a drink of water without it being refilled. And it's still that way. Uh, and that's one of the things I like about Tara Humar. But Ted's is still really good in the service category, too. But... Um, People don't like it when you add restaurants. They they like a one-off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I get that to some extent. But they're still only in Oklahoma City, I believe, right? I think so. I've, I've heard a rumor maybe that there's they've opened one, one in, in Kansas City or somewhere. Uh, maybe I'm not so, thinking of a different restaurant. It's mm. still good, though. It's still, still good. good. Still love it. I go there all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a popular rolling family meeting place, the I-40 Ted's. Easy for the kids from Norman to come up and for us to come down. It's a popular place for us to eat and go up, meet and go out to eat. Uh, and it's very affordable, especially in our family, because uh. my wife and kids split the fajitas. Uh. So, um, and just the single order of fajitas, plenty for the two of them. When you have all the setup and everything you got, there's plenty of food on are the you, table. Are you telling me you're eating a meal by yourself? Eat, uh, the tostada plate, yes. Yeah, oh uh, that's what God. I grab. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Toby, last year was O-U-N, in, in all caps, before the start of the Big 12 tourney. I can't remember. Yeah, so yeah. great question. They went into Lubbock, the final weekend of the regular season. A bubble team, but probably on the right side of the bubble. We, we were saying one win probably locks them. TJ, correct me if I'm wrong about this. This is off of memory. I remember going to Lubbock saying, if they could win one, I think they're probably definitely in anything more than that's gravy. Well, they go win the first two, and then you're like, holy cow, they might win the Big 12 championship here because of everything else that happened in the conference. And they would have gotten a share of it, I believe, if they won on that last day. So is my memory correct there? I think they were on they were a bubble team, but probably on the right side of it going to that yeah, final I weekend think- of – I think you're right, but I think we were pretty comfortable even where they were sitting. They were they were on the they were on the bubble, but felt pretty confident. I, I think you're right in that, from what I remember. But after taking two of three in Lubbock, it was a done deal. Mm-hmm. And then whatever happened in Arlington was just going to be for seating purposes, or, or to try to maybe think about chasing down a host member. By the time they won the whole thing in Arlington, we were like, maybe Oklahoma's hosting. There was some hope on Selection Day that they would be a host. And it was obviously disappointing when they got sent off to Florida. But that's how I remember it. Somebody out there, Kurt or Johnny Baseball or somebody, might have a better memory of it than me. Well, because they had played so well down the stretch that it just worked uh-huh. their way into that. Because 
you know, they had to work their way into that position from how their season started. So they yeah, did. You're but right. The Tuesday before they went to Lubbock, they lost 18 nothing to Wichita State. Yeah. And we were like, I mean, because Wichita <laughs> State had a losing record last year. They were a bad team. Second worst season in Wichita State history. And that game really, I think, put a damper on kind of the momentum they were on. But anyway, somebody out there might remember better. Uh, you may be able to answer this better come, uh, let's see, it wouldn't be tomorrow because you won't be in there yet, or Monday you're out, so maybe Tuesday. Toby, uh, what are your thoughts on the baseball press box at Gonzaga? It looks rather small. It's from Jim and Arlington. Haven't been there yet. I don't know. I asked Hallie last night if they have one. If they have a radio booth, and he said he'll ask, so I don't know. We have practice there tonight. I'm sorry. The team has practice there tonight. I'll be going with them for that specific reason. I want to check out the sitch. That's what the people who are hip, TJ, say when they're using the word situation. And uh, so I'll report back. uh, Well, I guess I'll I'll let you know tomorrow night on the broadcast. We may be. It looks small. This, I've looked at it online. Stadium looks nice enough. It looks nice. It's a nice stadium. It's not extravagant, but it's a nice stadium. The press box looks pretty small, but we'll see. I'll sit outside if I have to. It's going to be in the 80s and sunny every day, uh, which means, you know, we're playing a couple of night games. I'm sure it'll be in the 70s for those night games. So it's, it's going to be beautiful up there. I'll happily sit outside lovely. if they need me to. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Camo Sooner says, Toby, what kind of weed eater do you use? A gas or battery powered? Gas. I use a gas. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> TJ cannot handle a gas. I it's, have a not, gas. I prefer the electric. <laughs> it just drives me nuts. It vibrates his hands too much. I can't flip my strings the way I want them. I can't. Ah, that don't get me started. I sat there at a red light yesterday, mesmerized by this guy using the same one that I have. Uh-huh. He was from a long crew, and they were doing the uh, He's just throwing it around with of, his big muscles, wasn't he? <laughs> the corner of Lindsay right there where the uh, the on cue is. And I was just mesmerized. In fact, I got honked at because the, the light had turned green. I'm watching this dude, and I'm like, look how good he is with that thing. <laughs> I just can't handle the gas like that. <laughs> <laughs> meep, oh meep. Move along. Quit watching the guy we eat. <laughs> Drake, please chop that up and make it sound as inappropriate <laughs> as possible, okay? <laughs> 734, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. The, the craziest thing is, like, there's five games that's one-possession games. Yeah, exactly. And there's five plays you want back in each, in each mm-hmm. game. That could be the difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of what I've took with me from that season. And you know, nobody, want, like, nobody goes into a season like, we're going to go six and seven. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, nobody thought that. Nobody pushed for that. No, that wasn't at all. But... I would just say with how close we were, you live on the right side of it. Mm-hmm. The conversation is totally different, yeah. you know. And there's two games, you know, I end up, you know, being injured and sitting yeah. out for. But the five games I did play in, there's one possession games, and 
like I said, we got to live on the right side of it. Uh, for me, it was an average year, you know, because I know there's so much more that we left on the table. But I think, you know, you you take a perspective of of that, you know, that there's so much growth that we can make, and I think that it was my focus going into yeah. going into spring, and then going into obviously now summer. Dylan Gabriel on next up with Adam. Yesterday, I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is, TJ? Is that a TV show? Um, it's it's when you're the next guest up on Adam's show. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you for that. Uh, any thoughts on what he had to say? I think he's dead on. Yeah, right? No, he's. I he's, think he's Doba. He's you exactly know what I mean? Right. He's exactly right. They were right there. Injuries uh, got him in some certain situations. And... They were basically ten and two. Basically. <laughs> Well, it goes back to a little bit of what we were saying yesterday. If you're thinking they're only going to improve to a seven or eight win team this year, um, I just don't agree with you. I think they were right on the verge of winning three more games with a stop here or there or a, a score here or there last year. So That's right. Casey Thompson to Florida Atlantic. Congratulations to 47-year-old Casey Thompson and his ninth school. Hopefully one of these days, Casey Thompson will find that school where he'll be a successful quarterback. Do you know uh, who he'll be reunited with there? Who's that? Tom Herman. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about, about that. Yeah, that. yeah. Right. Softball awards came out uh, yesterday. Big 12 softball awards. OU won a few. Uh, there is one. <laughs> what? Yeah, That's no, they shocking. did. They did. They won quite a few, I wasn't actually. Wasn't expected. No, 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 quite a few. Um, there's one that's worth discussing, but let's start with the no-brainers. Jada Coleman, Player of the Year. Jordy Ball, Pitcher of the Year. Grace Lyons, Defensive Player of the Year. Sooners on the first team All Big Twelve. Jordy Ball, Jada Coleman, Kinsey Hansen, Haley Lee, Grace Lyons, and Nicole May. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven first-teamers. Second team, Alex Storacco. Uh And nobody on the all-freshman team for OU. Here's the one that uh, riled up Sooner Nation yesterday. Co-coaches of the year. Yeah, I saw people getting upset over this. <laughs> Patty Gasso and Baylor's Glenn Moore. What do you think about this, TJ? Co-coaches he beat of her. the year. He beat her. It was a non-conference game, but he beat her. Yeah, what happened? No, this is just uh, when you're a victim of your own success. Like when you reel off a season like this, and they're, they're like, yeah, but Patty's used to that. She does that all the time. Does she really do anything different than she normally does? No, Patty should win it every year. She's the most dominant coach in the sport over the last several years, and it's it's kind of silly, but it is one of those things where it's a, you're a victim of your own success that people don't appreciate it as much because they take it for granted. Like when Bill Self wins Coach of the Year, right? In yeah, I mean, basketball. You're like, well, they were supposed to win it, he right? Didn't exactly. Do anything special. Exactly. Well, I would disagree a little bit. They have won 41 straight games. I'm not saying like, I, that's I, I, I understand it. I'm saying No, it I, sounds I like you're arguing for Glenn Moore to I me. am not. I am not. I've said Patty deserves it and should have won it, but I get oh, okay. why someone would take it for granted. I don't. Like, it's elite. It's, so, 
Um, I'm trying to find what was Baylor's record. I I know Baylor is the uh, they're the four seed in the Big Twelve tournament. I'm trying to find their uh, record for the year uh, in conference play, and I can't find it anywhere. TJ, what's Baylor's softball record? Trying to pull it up now. <laughs> the website's different than the baseball website on Big 12, so I'm struggling right now to uh, locate it. But to skip I can the tell content. You that, it keeps taking me all these other pages on their I website know. right now, these stat casters and stuff. Well, I think we're going to have to go to the uh, Baylor website because it is a little funky. I can tell you right now, it's less than undefeated. Uh, unlike you, I feel like Patty Gasso deserved to win Coach of the Year in mm-hmm. the Big 12. Uh, but anyway, I think Baylor was like, five, were they 500? Surely they weren't 500. I can't remember. All right, TJ will find it eventually, maybe. Um, I chimed in on the uh, rush, not the rush, the, uh, the, 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 the Parker and Tyler show yesterday. What do we call that one? Locked uh, in? Locked up, yeah. Locked up. I chimed in on that one uh, yesterday. Because they were trying to come Baylor, up with a eight name. Baylor, 8-10 in conference, 39-15 and 15 overall. Get out of here. 8-10? Eight 8-10 and 10? Eight, eight and 10 and 39-15 overall. <laughs> okay, come on. A team that went 8-10 and 10 in conference. Their coach got co-coach of the year with Patty Gasso. Yeah. I, I was thinking maybe they had a big jump over last year, but no, they didn't. So it's not like he... Took them from a disastrous year last year and improved a bunch. Last year they were six and twelve, so they got two more wins in conference, and they were thirty-two and twenty-four overall. So, what about preseason softball Big Twelve rankings? Uh, I don't have that. This is just the current standings that I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a joke, right? Yeah, that's... it is. Like I was expecting there to be like major improvement, and they did. They improved from last year, but. Baylor was picked fourth in the preseason poll, and they finished fourth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. Come on. No, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And like I said, they're just looking for something. And they were like, oh, well, he obviously deserves a a piece of this. uh, He's the only one that's been able to beat her this year. So I I don't know what the logic was there. I was expecting a bigger jump than that. Oklahoma swept them in Waco in in conference. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm irritated. <laughs> anyway, more. go ahead. I'm sorry. So they're trying to come up with a nickname for uh, this uh, recruit, this uh, recruit that uh, they're trying. You know, he hasn't committed or anything, but it's a defensive lineman. I'm not going to say his name, but uh, they're asking their listeners. Were you listening to this? They're asking their listeners for some nicknames. I was not, I don't think, at this So time. I chimed in with something I thought would be a good nickname. We'll see. We'll see if the kid even comes here or not, but I think it'd be fun. Anyway, it reminded me. I haven't told it, but. I got contacted recently. This is the second time this has happened in two years. I got contacted recently through a third party from a mom of a current OU football player. This was after the spring game. Who doesn't love what I call her son. Oh. Not mad at me. Just says, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but could we not have that as his nickname? And then gave me two or three other options that she would rather I call her son as a nickname. 
Huh. I'm not going to say who it is because well, I don't want to embarrass anybody. Right. It, it, it is not offensive in any way. I the can't nickname tell. was like a reference to, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll text you. Just don't say it over there. Well, that, that's my thing. This is hard to give you any type of opinion on or answer on because I don't know the nickname you're talking about that you use, and then I don't know the ones that she wants for him used. I've only say. said it a couple of times, but I did say it in the spring game. Okay. Um, all right. Do you understand that one? Yeah, I understand that one. Okay. For whatever reason, and I don't know why, it's not offensive at all, you would agree, right? Not at all, no. Okay. For whatever reason, I don't know if there was a some sort of an incident or whatever reason, she she just wanted me to know, let's don't call my son that anymore. Huh. That's the second time that's happened in as many years. Both of them, uh, well, I won't say any more than that. Does she think but last that, year, that I think like, I, I think I mentioned uh, I've said the other one on the air. Ethan Downs parents reached out mom reached out last year cuz we were calling him the trash collector, which I thought was a great name for a Russian. <laughs> right. He was after the games, remember early his freshman year after games he would go around on the sidelines yeah, and pick he would up help all the pick trash. up all the trash and he'd get other guys to help him clean up locker rooms and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And we're th- the trash collector, it's a great name for a guy who gets sacks for a living. I, I, we could have fun with this. So we called him that once or twice on the air and immediately got an email or something that said, eh, we don't love this. Can you refer to him as, here was his high school nickname. Can you please refer to him as that? Huh. Forward? The mom's getting after you. Does this mom think that I, I don't that think is getting kind after of... me is to, I don't think that's no, after. I think no. it was more like a, hey, I'm not real comfortable with this. I'm wondering if this mom thinks that that makes him sound like, I'm not going to say it. I can't. I can get where maybe she's thinking, but it's. It doesn't. I don't think that when I hear it. I've so. only said it twice. I won't say it anymore. I said it once last year. I think when he made his first play. Now, by the way, this is driving people crazy on the radio right now, wanting to know who and what the yeah. nickname was, and they're like, "Who was it, Toby?" Yeah, I'm, I can't say. I can't say. Seven forty nine. We'll be back. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. At 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. Hurry up, Drake. Welcome back, everybody. Toby and TJ back with you. Last segment for T-Row, and he's headed to the airport. I I will be on tomorrow morning. I I forget, when you were talking about the press box, I'm doing the show tomorrow morning. So I can tell you tomorrow morning what it's like. Are you going over there today, though? Yeah, yeah, we got practice tonight. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did yeah. say that. So, Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Thunder Roofing brings you this hour. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond. BlackThunderRoofing.com. 405-473-8028. Kim Nipplemeyer, text line. I hope to be making my first full trip to Norman this football season. I live in Atlanta, Texas. I didn't know there was an Atlanta, Texas. Uh, so I'll be the judge on what's good Tex-Mex up there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this person, expert. I recommend Tara Humara. They're coming into uh, Tara Humara. Have you not heard about the food trucks, Toby? Go get 20 <laughs> tacos and some flatas. Uh, <laughs> my friend sent me a picture of a snake in her backyard and asked me what she should do. I replied, get inside, get inside, take shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Get inside, get inside, take shelter. 
That's works. That works. Or you go buy one of those new shovels that Toby yeah. has and chop it in half. Get a root shovel. <laughs> uh, I just tuned in this morning, and I'm so grateful today isn't about anything Mexican food. Oh, you've not listened to no, much of the show. you just brought it back up. You just yeah. uh, missed a bunch of it. Uh, this goes back to the SGA. So you trade a second-team NBA player for a first-team NBA player. That's what the Thunders did with Sabonis. Uh, for SGA plus for five first rounders, was that all the same deal? Yeah, I think he was he in the Paul to, George. He trade, went to the right? Paul George. Yeah, he went to Indiana. Yeah, SGA came from the Lakers. Unless this was a three Clippers team he came thing, from LA, and Sabonis right? just happened to end up there. I don't remember. Maybe it was. Uh, uh, I think Paul George went to LA, and we got SGA back and a bunch of people. Right? We, the original, this is, might be wrong. So Sabonis goes to Indiana in the original Paul, tra- Paul George trade that brought him to Oklahoma City. Paul George goes to L.A. in the trade. So I guess in a roundabout way, that's what you did. You did end up with SGA for yeah. Sabonis. I, didn't, I, I wasn't criticizing the trade. I think our, our point was, look how much talent has been here and, you know, signed elsewhere or traded away. So... Um, there you it's go. Been elite. It's been elite. Ragged on Sam Presti again. No, it means he's had a uh, plethora of talent mm, that he's been able to uh, uh, trade away. So that was a compliment, I think. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's it for now. Is that it? You have okay. a safe flight. Doc B said to have a safe travel. Has Thank safe you, travels as Thank well. Thank you, TJ. Appreciate it. I'm headed to the airport. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning live from Spokane. DJ, have a great trip to the nation's capital. I look forward to hearing all about it when you get back. Take lots of pictures. FaceTime me from the Oval Office, all that kind of stuff, okay? I'll do it. All right. Thanks to you fine folks for listening. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning. Stick around. TJ and Drake going to uh, take you the rest of the way. Have a great Thursday, everybody.